Hey, I got a very, very special announcement I want to make. Over the last few months, I've been working on a very, very special project. I teamed up with Himalaya Learning to create a full course called Start Your First Online Business. This is a 10-part audio course that walks you through everything you need to know to start that business you've been dreaming about. Starting from the basics of starting a business to taking an idea and making it profitable, financing your business, choosing the right market and audience, building your business website, how to price your products, how to launch and market, and so much more. I'm so, so proud of this project. We've been working on it for months, and now it's live. Go ahead and check it out at Himalaya.com MBA and use our special promo code for our listeners, for our community. That's promo code MBA. When you use that code, you get an exclusive 14-day free trial. Again, go ahead and check out Start Your First Online Business, my 10-part audio course over at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use promo code MBA to get 14 days for free. Welcome to the $100 MBA show because your business needs you at your best. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn five reasons why you should keep your business small. Most businesses set out to dominate, to grow as big as possible and become the market leader. But for many entrepreneurs, keeping your business small is actually something you should consider. A smaller business might suit your lifestyle, might suit your liking over the competitive nature of a rapidly growing business. Make a lot of money to scale your business may not be the formula for you. So in today's lesson, we discuss what are five reasons why you would want to keep your business small, the benefits of a small business. There are many six and seven figure businesses that I know personally, people that I know as friends that are run with a team less than five. So it's possible. So in today's lesson, I wanna highlight why would you want to have a small business? What are the advantages? What are the reasons to keep it small if you choose to? Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Podia. Are you looking to put together and sell an online course, a downloadable of some kind, or start a membership site? One of the biggest challenges in doing that is the technology. How do you put together your sales pages and your course pages and make sure access is secure and collect payment? There's so many complications and there's so many complicated options out there. This is why we love Podia. Podia is the easiest way to sell any kind of online course, downloadable, or start selling a membership. I'm speaking out of experience. I use Podia to sell our courses. What I love about it is that it's clean, it's great looking, and it's simple so I don't fiddle around. In fact, I put together my last online course in about one hour. I'm talking about A to Z done, but don't take my word for it. Give it a try for free. Sign up for Podia's 14-day trial over at podia.com slash MBA. Again, that's podia, P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. What are the five reasons to keep your business small? What are the five things that might match your personality, your way of doing business 
that will compel you to say, I want to keep my business small. I don't want to scale. I want to keep my small team and work with what I have. The first one is small businesses with small teams tend to have more control. You have more control over the business. One of the things I realized and learned as I scaled any business, as my team grew, as my customers grew, all that kind of stuff, right, where the the actual business is getting bigger and bigger, is that you start to lose control. The business actually becomes its own thing. It actually turns into its own identity. And I actually learned this early on in my entrepreneurial career by reading a book called Anyone Can Do It by Bobby Ansari Hashmi, who started the first coffee chain in the UK called Coffee Republic before uh, Starbucks jumped in there. And one of the things they talk about is like a business is sort of like a baby at the start. You know, you have to take care of your baby, you spend a lot of attention, and you basically can mold a baby and the baby is really dependent on you. So therefore you have a lot of control. But as your baby grows, they become more and more independent. And before you know it, you really have no choice but to let go of the baby, let go of your child. It develops its own personalities. And eventually as it grows, what's good for the baby or what's good for the child is no longer good for you necessarily. And I love this analogy because it's exactly the same in business. When keeping your business small, you basically remain in control. You remain in total control of the direction, how fast you grow, when you decide to have a sale, not have a sale, when to bring in new customers, when not, you control the valve. But as your company grows, as you have more people on your team, as you have more uh, audacious goals and you become a bigger player in the marketplace, there starts to be things that are out of your control, things that you can't help but do. You have to do them or you don't survive. So if you're somebody who likes to have total control and don't like to give up control, keeping your business small is maybe a good idea. Number two is the elephant in the room. By having less people on your team, you have less expenses. That means you pocket more profit as a percentage. Obviously, the potential of a business that has 30, 40, 50, 100, 1,000 employees, what they can produce, what they can deliver is going to be exponentially more than a company that has three employees. And therefore, they can demand more uh, revenue. They can demand more money from the marketplace. But in terms of profit margins, I know small businesses that make 1,000 to 2,000% in profit margin because their expenses are really contained. They're really kind of set in stone. They're a lot less because they're a smaller team. So as they increase revenue, as sales increase, that percentage just starts to go higher and higher. This is especially a reality for any kind of product that you create that you can resell over and over without spending any more money, like uh, a content type business where you're selling courses or books or training. You create that asset once and you can sell that over and over. The third reason why you would wanna keep your business small is if you enjoy laser focus. As a small team, you have the ability just to focus on one thing, one outcome, because in a way, that's all you really can do with the resources you have. Larger businesses, larger companies, they have several metrics, several goals, several things they want to hit, whether it's revenue goals, whether it's customer satisfaction goals, whether it's how fast they grow the team. They have KPIs for every department. You get the point. There are a lot of different things to, you know, really make sure you have a grip on. With a smaller team, 
you really tend to just focus on one goal. You really focus on one thing. So it allows you to just have singular focus. That just means, obviously, you're getting less done, obviously, because you have less people. But for some people, the focus is really reassuring. It's a little bit more calming. And even though they don't get so many things done, they can focus on one thing at a time. The fourth reason why you would want to have a small business is that the smaller your team, the faster you can pivot. You can change. You're more agile. Why do you think small companies that come about can compete with large companies and really just take over, at least for a bit of time before the big company can catch up? But you know, the company that's quite large, the large company, it takes time for them to make changes and to pivot and to react. There's so many cooks in the kitchen. There's so many managers. There's so many people have to be on board. There's so much communication that needs to be done when you have hundreds of employees versus if you have a small team of three, four, five people where you all can get on one call and say, yep, let's decide, let's do it, let's move in this direction. So smaller teams, smaller businesses are a lot more agile. When something's not working, they can quickly shift gears and move to something that is. And for our fifth reason why you'd want to keep your business small, and this one's a big one, Smaller businesses have less risk. The bigger you are, the more you have to lose. Whether it's employees, if you ever need to lay off people, whether it's revenue, money that's not coming in anymore, whether it's reputation, your brand, you know, the bigger you are, the harder you fall, right? Smaller businesses have a lot less risk financially, emotionally, relationship-wise with people they work with, and they can bounce back from a failure because they're not so big that whenever they make one bad move, they're all over the newspapers, they're all over uh, social media. The smaller you are, the less the risk. Now, obviously, a lot of people say the less the risk, the less the reward. That's true, but there's always a sweet spot. There's always somewhere where you feel comfortable, where you might be quite uh, popular or well-known in your niche, but you're not a household name. This also applies to finances. When you have less expenses, it's a lot harder for you to fail because breaking even is so easy. So therefore, again, you mitigate the risk. So small business is not a negative term. It's a choice. A lot of entrepreneurs choose to keep their businesses small. And you may want to make that choice yourself. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Storyblocks. Now more than ever, storytellers and content creators are challenged with producing more and more video content at a higher quality and quantity. This is why I'm so happy to have Storyblocks as today's sponsor. They make it easy for creators to keep up with growing demands for modern video content. So you can bring all your business's stories to life and stop sacrificing your vision due to time, budget, or resources. I'm a big fan of Storyblocks because I'm a user. I recently used them to get some amazing footage for our latest sales video. I needed 4K video, I needed some stock images, I needed some Adobe After Effects uh, templates so I can create a little animation in my video. And I got it all on Storyblocks. And what I love about them is that they don't nickel and dime you. I don't have to buy these things separately. With Storyblocks unlimited all access plan, you get unlimited downloads of everything in their library. So you can try out multiple options and find out what's perfect for your project. And guess what? Even if your subscription ends, everything you've downloaded is yours to keep. They have over a million high quality stock assets, including 4K and HD footage, After Effects templates, Premiere Pro templates, music, images, sound effects, 
and so much more. Explore their library and subscribe today at storyblocks.com slash MBA. That's storyblocks.com slash MBA. To wrap up today's lesson, I feel like I have a very good perspective on this topic because I run two businesses. I run the $100 MBA, which is a small business. A small team helps me run this business and grow it. But I also have a software company called Webinar Ninja, which is a larger business with a much larger team with more expenses, with more KPIs and goals and things to achieve in a bigger market. You know, I'm really trying to compete with some big players. And I'm not saying that having the ambitions to grow your business and no longer be small is a bad thing. Hey, I'm doing both. But what I am saying is that there are some undeniable advantages of keeping your business small. And if some of the things I mentioned today are kind of in line with the way you want to run a business, the way you perceive your life in entrepreneurship. Remember, this is your life. You make the choices of how you want to run your business because your business is going to be a big part of your life and it's going to affect your personal life. If you're like, I don't want to be responsible of, you know, 20, 30, 40 people, that's going to keep me up at night. That's a problem. You got to keep your business small then. There's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and then going after it. It doesn't make you less of an entrepreneur. At the end of the day, the business that you build should cater to, should serve the life you want. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe right now so you don't miss our next episode. As soon as it's released, you'll have instant access. It's absolutely free to subscribe on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Before I go, I wanna leave you with this. If you want to learn more about uh, keeping your business small, having a small business, and what is the potential of having a small business, I recommend the book called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Paul Jarvis is a friend of the show and a friend of ours. His book, A Company of One, is a bestseller and really goes deep in this topic. So check it out. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. I'll see you tomorrow, Free Ride Friday. Until then, take care. <laughs>